You're listening to the Agony Column News Report featuring interviews, phone interviews, reports from live book events and festivals, and conversations with readers. You can find additional news, interviews, book reviews, and more five days a week at the Agony Column website at trashotroncom agony. I'm speaking with Shauna Graham here in Santa Cruz. She was published in Lady Churchill's Rosebud Wristlet. She's working on a novel. She's been attending writing classes in in seminars in New York. Thank you for joining me, Shauna. Thank you for having me again, Rick. So, Shauna, tell us a little bit about what's happened. Have you made any progress on your novel? Well, I actually have gotten a little sidetracked by various other projects. Uh, I, in the month of April, I took part for the second time in a online community thing called Script Frenzy, where you attempt to write some form of script during the month of April. And I did manage to pull it off, although I would not let anyone in the world read it in the state it's in right now. Well, tell us, what was your script about? The script turned out to be about uh, a family with a soldier coming home from war and whether it will remain the same by the time I finish with it in reality is a good question. Well, well, tell us a little bit about Script Frenzy. I've heard uh, about the write a novel in a week or in a day, and I, but I haven't heard write about script in a month. So tell me, where did you find out about this? Who hosts it? Well, I actually have taken part in another project of theirs. So they're out of the Bay Area. Uh, I can't quite remember the name of the organization that funds it all at this point, but uh, you may be familiar with a project called NaNoWriMo, which might be what you're thinking of, where you uh, write a 50,000-word novel or really novella in a month. And they've been doing that for about nine or ten years, and just last year they decided to launch this script frenzy thing. So it's another uh, contest or challenge under the same umbrella group. Now, is there a prize for this? Do people get published? Have any of the NaNoWriMo novels been published? I do think there have been a few that have been published after they've been worked on considerably after that month. Um, in fact, uh, Lisa Grun is, I guess, her name, uh, who wrote a very popular book right now called Water for Elephants, wrote two of her first novels as NaNoWriMo books, to my understanding. Now, uh, with Script Frenzy, do they give you any guidelines, like in terms of the formatting of the script? That's always been a challenge to me when I look at that stuff. Is well, what the heck do I do? Well, last year I actually did a screenplay, and they 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 do give you tons of helpful guidance. And one thing they showed everyone was a freeware uh, thing called Celtics, which I found really helpful writing a screenplay. It just you just plug in all the little formatting details, and it works like a breeze. And this year, I got a, a page of a playmaking thing that someone had actually just made up on the site. And so they, it really makes it a, a lot less intimidating. You just are more busy punching buttons, and all of a sudden, you're writing the thing on the side. Well, that sounds really fascinating. Now, uh, do any have any of these been, uh, I guess, produced, or were there any offers made for any of these uh, pieces? I don't. I don't know the follow-up from last year's, and this year, of course, it's just a few days old. I, I know there's a place on the site where people are talking about what to do next, and I, I think that really the whole idea of these things is not so much publishing, although everyone, of course, is welcome to make their thing into a big venture, but it's, it's really a lot of it is about overcoming some idea you have that you can't write a play or you can't write a screenplay or a novel, that, and uh, it it may even be for less 
quote-unquote serious writers than me just so that people can see that they can get something out of these uh, things and especially about the community of doing it together. Well, tell me a little bit about the community. Um, how do you communicate with these people? Is it message boards or a chat uh, channel? It's, yeah, there's just a series of forums, and uh, then people, they're what they call municipal liaisons, at least for the NaNoWriMo thing, where people within a community get, can get together uh, and someone will be organizing that. Now, Script Frenzy is a little bit smaller, so I, I don't really know anyone else who was doing it here this year, although there well may have been. But the East Bay had a big group that had meetups that you could go to if you wanted to get up that far. Um, as, as far as the uh, community goes, did, were any of the, does anybody post their results at the end? They have a, a forum for exchanging uh, pieces. Now with the NaNoWriMo thing, they, it's a little bit bigger venture with more resources. So you can post excerpts of your novel during the course of, this, the, uh, of the month of November when they do that. But I haven't really seen any of the plays or, scre or screenplays. Or, they actually had uh, graphic novels as one of the forms you could write in, which I never quite understood, but I'm sure graphic novelists would. <laughs> Uh, well, tell us what else you're working on. Have you been working on any more short stories? And have you ha tell us a little bit about your uh, path trying to get what you've written published. Well, I do have a short story coming out with a, a magazine called Ping Pong, which is right here on the Central Coast uh, out of Big Sur. And it's actually a couple people that I know through working at the bookstore that are really running the fiction and poetry part of that. And it's out of the Henry Miller Library down there, which is sort of exciting just in itself. Yeah, the Henry Miller Library is a really fabulous uh, resource here on the Central Coast. We have a lot of them between Henry Miller and uh, uh, Steinbeck. We, we've got a lot of literary uh, legacy here. Yeah, there are some giants that we can all follow in the footsteps of. And uh, yeah, they're having a big uh, launch of the next issue in June, so I think I'm going to be able to go down to that. And I, I actually just am going to be turning or submitting a story uh, which is based on having gone to the big New York writing conference that I went to in January. It's slightly, a, I would say, a fantasy story, <laughs> uh, but it, it was very much based on having the experience of gone, having gone. So that was fun just in itself. Well, let's get back a little bit to ping pong. Um, how much is it? What does it look like? And how do they print it? Now, I think it's an annual. I'm not sure, you know, with these literary magazines, these things sometimes change, but it, it comes out, I think, once a year. And I believe it's around, it's somewhere around the neighborhood of $10. I can't really quite remember off the top of my head, but that's kind of standard for these small magazines that require a lot of, they don't have a big backup group and they don't have ads, so. And it's the, I, I looked at the last one, uh, it was, I was very impressed with it. it. It's called Ping Pong because of Henry Miller's love of the game, Ping Pong. So I thought that was a nice tribute to him. And it's, you know, like a lot of these little magazines, there's, they're really labors of love. And everyone who works on them, from the editors to the, the designers, put a lot of thought and effort into making them look as attractive as possible. And. So you, you've been also at this all this time. You're working at Bookshop Santa Cruz. We're heading towards the fall book season, and I know you are meeting with a rep this morning. So tell us, as a bookseller, tell us what you're looking forward to selling this uh, summer and fall. Boy, you know, I since I'm a, the mass market buyer, I 
often do not really know what the big books of summer or fall are until they actually come in through the door. And off the top of my head, I don't know what we're the most excited about. I'm more, as someone who works on the floor, very uh, aware of the things that are selling big right now. And those, uh, in, let's see, the Michael Chabon just came in uh, in paperback. And I was actually rather floored to realize that this literary novel was nominated for a Nebula, a Hugo, and an Edgar, and won the Nebula. And I, it really is a big sign of the kind of the shift from realism as the, you know, the way to go. It, it, it seems like you can write anything, and as long as it's really well done, you're going to get some acclaim for it somewhere. That's really interesting. I, I noticed that too, and it was I found it interesting as well that Karen Joy Fowler's uh, short story, she's a resident here of Santa Cruz, uh, won a Nebula, and it too, it's set in Santa Cruz. It's really pretty much a regular, it could be published in uh, The New Yorker. They would have been lucky. Yeah, they would. Uh, I, I happened to come to her uh, book talk when she talked about her new book, uh, Wit's End, and she said that there was a lot of... Uh, consternation on some of the sci-fi fantasy boards that she was up for this award and she said it's really not my fault <laughs> I'm just doing it and but I think there is an element of the way she writes that probably does qualify for that I think that uh, that's really true that and we're seeing that a lot more with the shape on where there's um, it's possible to use uh, the tropes and tools of science fiction in a, in a mode and even in a genre that's distinctly non-science fictional. Yeah, and I think also a lot of these uh, younger writers, uh, he's not as young as some of them, but you know they really did grow up with a lot of science fiction, a lot of graphic novels, and of course they're going to incorporate them in their fiction when they start writing it. Well, um, I'd, let's talk a, a little bit about what else you're working on. You... you uh, have a, a short story that's going out. It's a fantasy based on your experiences at the publishing conference, which sounds quite intriguing. Where are you thinking of sending it? Well, I'm actually, I actually am using a submission service, so it's going out to uh, several different places at once. Um, it, during the summer, you, it's a smaller group of places that are even looking at stories. So, but a lot of the uh, same kind of thing, little literary, literary journals are, are usually where this, I send stuff first. A submission service. This is something I've never heard of. Tell me all about it. I'd like to know, actually. Well, there are various groups. Uh, the one that I work with is called Writer's Relief. I don't know if this is, sounds like advertising. And they basically uh, help you target where your stories might likely go. Uh, I mean, based on information you send them about the subject matter and, and things like that. And it's, I think that it it, I mean, I don't know how, I, I've heard different things from the publisher, the, the, the magazine end, but I think for the, from the writer's perspective, uh, life is too short really to send one at a time and then hope for the response eight or nine months later. So uh, there is a more of a multiple submission practice now, whether that makes anyone happy, I don't know, but that seems to be the way to go at this point. Well, that's fascinating. So do you, do you have to pay writer's relief to, to do this? Yes, I do. So basically, my writing life is not a commercial venture. <laughs> well, no, this is an interesting thing. This is a fascinating uh, uh, resource that I actually never knew existed. Um, 
So you've got one, this is going out to, to multiple places and you might not even know necessarily where it's going. No, I, I actually do send it. It's, it's more their targeting. They don't, it, it comes from me and um, so I know, I know exactly where it's going and I get all the responses. Oh, okay. Well, that's, that's uh, I guess, a good idea. <laughs> We've been speaking with Shauna Graham. Her work can be found in the best of Lady Churchill's Rosebud Wristlet. And she works at Bookshop Santa Cruz. Thank you for joining me, Shauna. Thank you for having me again, Rick. You're listening to the Agony Column News Report featuring interviews, phone interviews, reports from live book events and festivals, and conversations with readers. You can find additional news, interviews, book reviews, and more five days a week at the Agony Column website at trashotroncom agony.